You're listening to the Pure Fury Creations Entertainment Network. The views and opinions expressed on this episode are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the views, opinions, or philosophies of the PFC Entertainment Network or any of the affiliates that make this show possible. This show has also been rated M for mature audiences only. and welcome to Power Tripping Through the 80s here on the PFC Entertainment Network along with Sean Grugel. I'm Jason Klaus. We certainly appreciate you tuning in and we are continuing our countdown to Christmas, my friend. And I got to tell you, I'm getting kind of used to this setup here. The last few weeks we've been doing this in your home in the same place at the same time. I'm kind of digging it. I'm telling you what, man, I've been having a lot of fun doing these countdowns like this. I don't know what kind of feedback you or the network's been getting, but I really think this has been something special, doing a whole month of nothing but Christmas specials. And like you said, two weeks to go, and a fat man will be pushing his fat ass down a chimney delivering presents, and I'm not talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, it just seems like yesterday we we were talking about Halloween, and now I mean I don't know where Thanksgiving went. Well, I mean I do. I was here, but be that as it may, just the, the time has flown by. And uh, but the cool thing is, is that we have made a concentrated effort to give, you know, not just the listeners something extraordinary new, but it's something new for us too. We've been you know playing around with with different foot formats and these countdowns have uh have really been a lot of fun and i mean I, and i made mention of it last week anytime you break out a casey case man it makes my heart smile <laughs> <laughs> i don't know how much casey's gonna be on this one but we're just gonna have to wait and find out um these countdowns or countdowns here we go with the Casey. Um, <laughs> Yay. I, I, I mean, the, the fact that for the last year or so, we've been going over everyone else's lists. Yeah. And their lists to us are bullshit. <laughs> so us creating our own list, we can have other people tell us, hey, your, your list, list is bullshit. bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we... <laughs> True story. I mean, you... you but the we made we made no bones about the fact right out of the gate with every episode look these are our personal picks right you know and a lot of them were, you know a few of our selections with the TV specials and with songs were obscure but they were part of a movie soundtrack or you know they weren't they don't get the main mainstream attention or play that they deserve in our opinion I wonder how many people played the prune song over and over and over while they were at work. <laughs> Listen, I, I, there was a few spots in that episode where I did hit, hit the rewind and re-listen to it. Like the Heat Miser song, that, now that fucker's a toe tapper, man. Tanya gets stuck in your head, you can't get that song bitch out. <laughs> we are going to, to continue the format this week. We, we've tackled our favorite Christmas songs. We've tackled our favorite TV specials. So it was only natural 
that we would tackle our favorite actual major motion picture movies. And make no mistake about it, we're not just going to be stepping into the 80s, even though this is power tripping through the 80s. Damn it, this is Christmas. Right. And Christmas spans genres and generations and whatever the hell you want, you know. You're, you're the linguist here. I, I'm, I'm just a comedy relief, for God's <laughs> sakes. But, you know, uh, our movies are going to range anywhere. Looking at the list from, like, summer in the 80s, summer in the 90s, summer in 2000s. Yeah. So. I, I look at my list, now that I look at it as it's written out here, and not a one of these some bitches were, were, were released in the 80s. Uh, yours does, a few of them. Um, you know, and we'll talk about this as, as we go on, but really, man, I, I look at our two lists and we, and we have, we have just about all the bases covered in terms of what a movie is. Now, what, I guess I should, I should specify these are things, these were movies that were released on the big screen. You went to the movie theaters to see these, right? Yeah, there isn't a damn Hallmark movie on these lists. No, no, they're not <laughs> a one. But if you want to tackle that next week, we can. I'm, I'm going to be without ammunition because I think I've watched maybe one and a half of these things. I'll guide you through it. It's not a problem. <laughs> it is a problem. <laughs> Anything with Candace Cameron Bure, man, like I'm on board. I, 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 I can't do it. Okay, all right, we'll figure something else out. But be that as it may, let's start off th this week's list. And with these, our sound clips are going to be the trailers, right? The trailers, yep. I was able to find the trailers for every single movie this week. I can't believe it. Well, that makes me happy. Right. Well, why don't we start with your list first this week, uh, c coming in at your number five. Uh, number five, it's a newer movie, and it has Danny DeVito and Matthew Broderick. Probably one of those lesser-known movies that should probably be shown on a grander scale. You know, i just seen, uh, well, let's let's play the trailer, and when we, and when we come back, we'll, we'll dive more into this. So, coming in at my number five. <laughs> Sorry, I jumped the gun. Yeah. <laughs> is uh, Deck the Halls, starring Matthew Broderick and Danny DeVito. You know, and I just seen, I think it was last week, they made, or they are making a sequel to this. They are, but I didn't play the clip yet, so. Oh. <laughs> so here's the clip, and we'll talk about Deck the Hall 2. In the peaceful town of Cloverdale, Dr. Stephen Finch was Mr. Christmas. This is a busy time of year, so we have to have a game plan. All must sing caroling requests to be submitted in writing. Until the competition moved in. Who moves in the middle of the night? I'm Buddy Hall. We just moved in across the street. These are my babies. Can I live here? <laughs> Daddy, come look. You can see every house in the country from space. Where's our house? You can't see our house. Just hoping that one day I'd do something big. <laughs> Buddy. Around here, I'm the Christmas guy. I don't think so. Now, they're going head to head. Watch and learn. For the holidays. That's gonna swell up. But the holidays. You got the next five years of trees all lined up. How'd you like to chop it down with my chainsaw? Might not be big enough. Does anyone smell gas? For the both of them. I guess I'm the new Christmas guy. This isn't over yet. You're gonna cut his power, aren't you? SpongeBob, this is SquarePants. What? He's coming! Mm. 
This is the best Christmas ever. We are going to settle this like men. They're acting like a bunch of 12-year-olds. You want lights? I'll give you lights. Oh, gosh. Oh. You sure you've been watering that thing? It went up awfully fast. This November. You're going to stand here, and you're going to work it out. Now that is something we could agree on. Hey, baby, who's your daddy? Dad? Oh, God. I'm your daddy. Oh, I'm your daddy. Regency Enterprises presents Danny DeVito. I really want my house to be seen from space. Matthew Broderick. I like the way you've duct taped the antlers to their heads. Apparently, reindeer are not indigenous to the region. Whoa! I didn't see that coming. In the brightest Christmas story ever. Could have ended badly. Deck the holes. Where are my clothes? I had to get your body temperature up, so I zipped this into the sleeping bag. Trust me, it works. I'm sorry I fucked up your intro. Oh, no, that's good. That, that worked out just as well. It's kind of, kind of like the feud between Danny DeVito and Matthew Broderick right there, you know? So, I know your lights are a little bit brighter than mine, Jason. I get it. Oh, my God. You know, yeah. Listen, there's always the yin to the yang. That's what makes it work, man. That's what makes it work. That's right. So, you said something beforehand that that resonates because... This is an underappreciated movie, Deck the Halls. And it doesn't get the attention, and it's not on on a lot of people's top anything lists. And, and it really is a good movie. Um, that is v- very much in line with my number five. My number five was so under the radar, I think it was only in theaters maybe for a month and a half i remember i remember going to the theater and seeing it because i was a huge fan of the star which was dennis leary where are you at on on dennis leary he's an asshole an asshole an asshole i absolutely love this guy you know i you know he came across my radar on mtv and you know his little promos and vignettes that he shot for them were were hilarious. So he makes the transition. He makes a Christmas movie called The Ref, and uh, like I said, it it does not get enough airplay. People, a lot of people don't even know it. It's it's even a thing. But this is one that I watch every single year. So coming in at my number five is The Ref. See these two people. I hate these people. How can we both be in the marriage and I'm miserable and you're content? Luck. It was Christmas Eve in Connecticut. I was minding my own business, breaking into this rich guy's house when... (laughs) I ran into this dog. I hate this dog. My partner Murray was waiting for me outside. Murray's an idiot. Murray. This is Santa Claus. Not the real Santa Claus. Just some drunk guy pretending to be Santa Claus. Anyways, the cops came. I took those two people hostage in that house that I hate. And guess what? Their relatives showed up. Why? Because it's Christmas Eve, remember? Remember how much I said I hated those two people? Ah! That's 
nothing compared to how I feel about the rest of their family. The TV's broke. What are we gonna do all night? Celebrate the birth of Christ. I hate this guy, his wife, these kids, and this lady. I think this is sick. Oh. I'm in hell. You want to have sex with him? What? Oh, it was a nightmare. It was just, uh... I did not just cops and candles and kids and booze and fruitcake and Santa Claus and... Sex and drugs and, and, and women being set on fire. Fascinating. It was such a nightmare that now I hate Christmas. I used to love Christmas, you know, food and, and reindeer and, and ties and, and bags of fluffy new socks. Now I even hate socks. I've seen the ref. I'm kind of stunned because, you know, well, I guess I'm really not. Un- unless it was on your radar when, when it first came out. Um, and we made mention of it. I'm bringing that movie over here and we're going to s- sit down and watch it. I think you will appreciate it. It's 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 a darker humor. Uh, With Dennis Leary? No! Yeah. But it, it's him. It's Kevin Spacey. Um I love Kevin Spacey. Yeah, he plays a really good role, and it's a good movie. Uh, J.K. Um, oh, what the hell? Simmons is is in there as well. He, uh, you would know him if you saw him. He okay. was in, in in the Spider-Man movies. He was. Uh, he's been in a lot of di- of, of a different movies, but it's uh, it's a really good one. It's low key. Not a lot of people know about it, but uh, your next selection. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot say that about. Talk about a polar opposite from the ref. Yeah. I mean, matter of fact, this movie, it was featured, what was it, last week? when, Or the week before when we were doing our favorite Christmas songs? Mm-hmm. So let's just put it out there. We're talking about Chevy Chase and Beverly D'Angelo at my number four, Christmas Vacation. Tis the season to be jolly, fa-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la. After vacationing across America and throughout Europe, Take it, Russ. this holiday season, the Griswolds are going to play it safe. Clark, we're stuck under a truck! Oops. They're staying at home. I give you the Griswold family Christmas tree. Hope you're not getting sap all over your sweater, Clark. All Clark wants is a quiet, old-fashioned Christmas. Sorry. Got a little knot here. You can work on that. What he's going to get is the gift that keeps on living. Merry Christmas. His family. We didn't come to impose. (laughs) Oh, hell, there's plenty of room. Do you sleep with your brother? Do you know how sick and twisted that is, Mom? Well, I'm sleeping with your father. Have you got a kiss for me? Eh, you better take a rain check on that, Art. He's got a lip fungus they ain't identified yet. But no holiday could ever be more deeply touching. We were gonna call, but Eddie wanted to make it a surprise. If I woke up tomorrow with my head sewn to the carpet, I wouldn't be more surprised than I am right now. <laughs> ah, we're really gonna fly down the hill with this stuff. So genuinely moving. Can I refill your eggnog for you? Drive you out to the middle of nowhere, leave you for dead. More truly uplifting. Can I show you something? I was just blouse browsing. Or more down to earth. Merry Christmas! If Santa is smart, he'll stay well clear of this joint. It's a death trap. Whoa! 
Christmas with the Griswolds. Everybody come out quick, look at the lights! They want you to say grace. I pledge allegiance to the flag. Of the United States of America. This year, let Chevy Chase light up your holidays. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. That thing had nine lives. She just spent them all. <laughs> you woo, crack up. I, <laughs> I'm sorry. I was just thinking about the the first start of that trailer, and I can picture his face and the good <laughs> You know that's that's at your number four, which may, which really makes me intrigued of how the rest of your list is going to go. Because man, Christmas vacation is it's uh, it's on the Mount Rushmore. I I feel like if for the majority of people in terms of Christmas movies, this is right near the top of a lot of lists. It isn't Christmas until the squirrel jumps off the damn Christmas tree. That's all I'm saying. Your Aunt Edna. Like, uh, brings over her cat food jello mold. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> this one's leaking. <laughs> this one's meowing. <laughs> she wrapped up her damn cat. We, we could sit here and, and recite the whole movie. My number four, it, you know, it, it's, it's another take on the icon of the, the Christmas magic, we'll, we'll call it. Um, anytime you start tackling the character of Santa Claus, everybody has their own interpretation of what the origins are or what the continuation is. Um, I've made no bones about the fact I'm a big Tim Allen fan, and you know from his work, you know on Home Improvement, even his even his stand up is pretty good. Uh, back when he did that, but he tackles the role of Santa Claus in in a Disney movie and on the surface like oh my god what's this going to be like this wound up being a very cute very charming movie and I really appreciate it it's it's now kind of its own franchise for for Disney I actually liked all three of the movies yeah uh, well yeah you had the escape clause and you had the Mrs. Claus yeah I'd really like to play on the word Claus mm -hmm. now Disney also tried to, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Expand. To expand, I guess, the series by creating a series on the Disney Plus channel. Yeah. Uh, the Santa Clauses. I absolutely hate, hate, hate what they've done to the Santa Claus franchise with these episodes. Have you seen it yet? Okay, so we talked about this last year. Yeah. Because that's when it was first released, and I did sit down. Actually, I sat down with my kids because uh, they're big fans of the movies as well, all three of them. And we sat down. We were going to watch this new series. I took into consideration what you had said because we had talked about it beforehand. I'm like, well, maybe I'm maybe I can look at it from a different perspective, and I can find these different things that that, that work for me that may not have resonated with you. Uh, no, that did <laughs> that, that did not happen. Uh, I think 
we got through the second episode and my daughter looks at me and says, do we have to watch another one? Wow. And I'm like, no, baby, we don't. So, <laughs> uh, what, what they did with how Tim Allen looked as Santa Claus even, he reminded me more of Jack Frost and yeah. he reminded me of his character in the Santa Claus. It, it kind of reminded me of, of the toy version of him that was in the second yeah. movie. But uh, coming in at my number four is Tim Allen in The Santa Claus. It was the night before Christmas, and children were dreaming of the presents Santa would bring. Somebody's on the roof. But this Christmas Eve... Hey, you! The unthinkable happened. You killed him! Did not. Now, this night... If something should happen to me, put on my suit. The reindeer will know what to do. It's up to them... Let's go! ...to save the day. Together, Scott Kelvin and his son Charlie take on the biggest job in the world. Looking good, Dad. And though it has its dangers... Oh, nice teeth. He thought it was just for one night. You're the new Santa. I am not Santa Claus. Ah... You put on the suit, you're the big guy. What if I don't buy into this Santa Claus thing? Then there would be millions of disappointed children around the world. He doesn't want the job. It was a dream. But it's growing on him. I've gained 45 pounds in a week. Now he's getting into the spirit. Ah! You're alive, keeps that believe me. I want some ballet slippers. And getting ready for the biggest night of his life. How could I have done this without you, Charlie? You couldn't. Walt Disney presents a timeless tale that will warm your heart. I love you, son. I love you, son. Lift your spirits and make you believe. You really are Santa Claus. Pretty cool, huh? Share the merriment and the magic. Seeing isn't believing. Believing is seeing. Tim Allen. Santa. The Santa Claus. Yeah, I absolutely love that movie. And, and to see the the transition of the story in the actual movies, fuck the TV show. We're not even going to discuss it. I didn't even know that they made a season two until you just told me about it while we were listening to the trailer. But It's even more garbage than the first season. Oh, Lord. Listen, uh, your number three is an institution. It, it is, but I want to talk about something real quick. You're going to love this. Okay. I went to my first white elephant Christmas party the other day. Did you? Yes. Have you ever been to one of these? Before? I have. Yes. I haven't. This is where you take something from your house that you're not using anymore, wrap it up, and right. Okay. Is that? Am I on the same page here? Yeah. And you okay. draw numbers, and the first person goes and picks out a gift from under the tree, and then number two will go, and they can decide whether to steal that gift or pick their own gift from under the tree. Right. Well, <laughs> guess who drew number one? Hmm. Me. That's fun. No, it wasn't. <laughs> so I go walking over to the gifts, and here's all these beautifully wrapped, beautifully bagged gifts. But there's this one plain brown paper bag. <laughs> and I'm a plain brown paper bag type of guy. After this, no more. Fuck oh. that. <laughs> no more brown paper bags for me. I take it back. Open your gift. Now, I'm not going to say who brought the gift. Right. But they're telling me to open the gift. I reach into the bag. The first thing I feel is something that feels like a set of balls. <laughs> I'm like, uh-oh, I'm in trouble. 
I pull this thing out of the bag, and it's about a two foot long dildo <laughs> in rainbow colors. Stop! Are you are you shitting me? Right I'm now? not shitting you. It has balls and everything. It says Greece, G R E E C E, written on the top, and then underneath that, it's a fucking bottle opener. It's a bottle opener dildo. And I'm like, great. I'm gonna have to go home. And explain to my son, who's home from the army, why I have a rainbow-colored dildo as <laughs> a like Christmas gift. Jason, the very next person, they stole that gift. <laughs> <laughs> and so this leads into my story. Okay. Because with that rainbow-colored dildo, yeah. I wasn't going to shoot my eye out. <laughs> <laughs> So coming in. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh. <laughs> so you can't give me something like that and just skip over it. Okay. What did you wind up with? Some smashed. Uh, <laughs> it's a. It's like a wine bottle wind chime. Okay. And a can of ravioli from 2013, <laughs> and a can of Chef Boyardee macaroni and cheese from 2015. So I got three gifts. Holy shit. Yeah. Okay. Oh, wait. You didn't ask me what was my gift, though. Yeah. What What was your gift? So I wrapped up. It was a fanny pack, much like we were in the wrestling business. Mm-hmm. But when you put it on and you filled it up, it had a belly button, and it made it look like you had a beer gut. <laughs> and also a coloring book of... Coloring dicks. It was nothing but a book of dicks. So I, I guess I deserved getting the rainbow colored dildo. Funny how it all comes back around, isn't it? Oh, you said comes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Take us to your number three. Number three is a lot more wholesome than what we were just talking about. And this stars Peter Billingsley, who, as you know, is the head elf in the movie Elf. Okay, so I watched a movie over the weekend, and he did a very small cameo, and I didn't realize it was him at first until he looked up, and he's got those blazing blue eyes, right? Right. And I'm like, holy shit, that's Ralphie. It's Ralphie. (laughs) Uh, Four four Christmases with Vince Vaughn. I think I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. So he plays like uh, an airline uh, agent, and he has a very small role. But as soon as he looked up and looked like looked at the camera, I was like, "Holy shit! <laughs> no, no, no mistake in those eyeballs." Right. Well, coming in at number three, it's Ralphie and <laughs> a Christmas story. Friends. In this modern age, perfect. Too many people have lost sight of the true meaning of Christmas. Shut up, Ralphie! So now, in the spirit of the original... I made you! Stop! Tradition. American Christmas. Thanks a lot! MGM presents... A Christmas Story. Passing through the snow Uncle! Jeez.
must be Italian. <laughs> I think that's just fragile. A Christmas story. Come on! The movie that pulls off Santa's beard. And unwraps the secrets. Did I get a tie this year? Of the original, traditional. He looks like a deranged Easter bunny. 100% two-fisted, red-blooded. It's smiling at me. All American Christmas. A Christmas story. My holiday is not complete until I have seen the Christmas story. Go to TBS, 24 hours of a Christmas story. Dude, it has been a game changer many years. You know, if I'm up rapping late in, into the into the hours or or whatever, it's on. You know, it it doesn't matter where it's at in, in the movie. Like, if I just turn it on because there's nothing else on it could be halfway through i'll still watch the remainder of the movie and pick up right like i've watched it so many times um so yeah i have a great appreciation for christmas story it, it, he won a major award he, i love the old man the yeah. old man is probably my favorite character in that whole movie and they started they, they came out here what last year with a christmas story story yeah did you, did you I like have that? not watched that yet. Okay, so if I'm going to watch the ref <laughs> with you, you're going to watch a Christmas story story with me. Okay. Because the way they tie that whole movie in is just amazing. So, uh, well, I'm looking forward to that because I have been wanting to see that and what they did with it. So, uh, sidebar, um, uh, the asshole kid is coming to Michigan here pretty quick. Scott Farkas. Yes. God damn it. Why couldn't I th think of his name? Uh, yeah, he's going to be in uh, doing a meet and greet here. Um, God, what, is it in Utica? I think so. Wasn't it like Screamers or something like so, that? Something like that. I just yeah. saw an ad on Facebook about it last night. But, yeah, so... Uh, making the transition to my number three is, uh, man, I didn't I like we talked about it. I say my number three is Polar Express. You fired back with, I've got feelings about this. I hate that movie. Well, wow. I, 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 I don't like it. I don't like Tom Hanks's character. I don't like the story. I don't like the animation. I don't like, I don't like anything about the movie. I, I really don't. That really surprises me. And what's killer about this is, is it's the very first field trip that my son went on to go see the Polar Express, and he loves it. Mm -hmm. I don't. I, I just. I. I could never get into it. To me, it's almost like a Nightmare Before Christmas. A lot of people love that movie. I. Hate, I walked out of that movie in the movie theater. I am not a fan of that movie, yeah. the the Nightmare Before Christmas. I. I don't get it. Maybe because it just isn't my. I'm not the demo, or it's not my interest, or whatever. But it's it's not a thing with me. Uh, Polar Express, though, like I'm really surprised, like legit surprised that that, excuse me, that that's your take on it. My appreciation for it, well, part of my appreciation for it is, 
in preparation for the movie, executives and artists from Disney came to Duran, Michigan and took pictures and sketches of the train that they have there. And that's what the Polar Express is based on. Well, yeah, you and your appreciators here in Michigan and all things Michigan when it comes to movies and TV shows. I, I get that with you. But me, just, just the storyline in itself, I, I didn't care for it. Uh, Tom Hanks' character is just creepy as fuck in that movie, too. <laughs> so, uh, Which one? He played three or four different roles in that thing. Did he really? He really did. He was the, the conductor. He was the dad. He was uh, the ghost that was hanging up on, on the top of... Can you need a cup of Joe? That you know oh, that okay. guy. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So he he did a bunch of voices in that. But uh, yeah, coming in at my number three, um, I'm almost scared to say it now. The Polar Express. Christmas Eve many years ago, I lay quietly in my bed. I did not rustle the sheets. I breathed slowly and silently. I was listening for a sound, a sound I was afraid I'd never hear. to the North Pole, of course. This is the Polar Express. I, uh, so never invite you over for hot cocoa and the Polar Express. No, no Polar Express parties in my future. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I wanted to bring the rainbow dildo with me. <laughs> well, uh, then, you know, I know what would have been suffice, but okay. <laughs> I'm just a cotton-headed ninny mug inside. Well, that is about as smooth of a transition into your number two as I can think of. 
<laughs> Santa! I know him! Jason, I know him! Uh, coming in at number two is literally my wife's favorite movie. And if I didn't put it on the list, um, I would probably be uh, her food. You know? <laughs> uh, she'd kick my ass for sure. I mean, we could have at least put it in the honorable mention section. We, we could have, but fact of the matter is, is I, I do like Elf. Uh, Bob Newhart kind of makes it for me in that movie as Papa Elf. Yeah. Um, what's his name? I can't think of the that, Buddy the Elf's dad's name in the movie. Oh, James Conn. James Conn plays a great part. The only thing I didn't like about the Elf movie was Santa Claus. Ed Asner. Ed Asner as yeah. Santa Claus, yep. Uh, I thought he was a very gruff, mean type of Santa Claus. I thought he looked mean. Yeah. Uh, even when he was in the orphanage in the beginning of the movie. And... What the Sam hell? <laughs> <laughs> you know, just, uh, I, I'm, I'm into, I know this is going to sound really stupid, but as a kid, I look at Santa as a larger than life figure. Mm-hmm. Ed Asner to me isn't larger than life. He's as short and dumpy as the elves. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... What, this movie came out in 2003. I, I remember when this movie came out. Like The trailer saw... The very first thing you saw was Will Ferrell in tights. And it's like... Well, I mean, if anybody's going to rock it, I guess it's going to be Will Ferrell. You know, because the dude... Come on, Snoop. We're going streaking. <laughs> Bring your hat. <laughs> so, I mean, it wasn't so far out of the box. But I, I remember the first time watching this. And I... I liked it a lot, okay? But I also realized what was going to happen and what has happened in the 20 years since then. This movie has become its own franchise. This is, you know, we talked about A Christmas Story being played for 24 hours over Turner's uh, stations, TBS and TNT. Um, Elf is now one of those 24-hour marathons. I want to say it's on USA Network, but I may have that wrong. But there is one one cable outlet that does air this for 24 hours, and it just goes to show the reach that this movie has established for, for itself. They, they just did it at Thanksgiving weekend, I believe. They played it for 24 hours. Uh, and let's be real honest here. It's, Buddy the Elf, in my opinion, was a... Big departure from a lot of characters that Will Ferrell plays. Yeah, and but I I never thought in a million years I would say I respect Will Ferrell, but for him to go and say I will never make an Elf two because this one is perfect. Yeah, uh, you know you got to kind of respect that a little. Bit. I yeah, that's I wish more people did that. You know, and very rarely does somebody like a a major influencer on a movie c- come out and say. This will never be redone, or this will never, this will never have a sequel. Elf, E.T. is another one. Steven Spielberg, you know, came out and said there is no way we could follow that up. Right. Very much the same thing here. So you're number two, pal. My number two, it's Will Ferrell in Elf. Oh, by the way, <laughs> <laughs> they 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 are really kind of overreaching with the whole Elf the musical. Have you seen this mess? I've I've seen a promo for it or something. I know of it, but that I haven't dived into just, it. Just a money grab. Just yeah. a money grab. I'm glad Will Ferrell has nothing to do with it. For but, sure. Okay. Well, since I ruined the outro, <laughs> here's Will Ferrell in Elf. 
Your costume is pretty. Oh, it's not a costume. I'm an elf. Oh. Well, technically I'm a human, but I was raised by elves. New Line Cinema presents the story of one elf who's coming home for Christmas. Boy. Can't wait to see my dad. We're, we're gonna go ice skating and eat sugar plums. <laughs> Sorry. Now. I think someone sent you a Christmas gram. Dad! We should call security. Good idea. I like to whisper too. Buddy's experiencing a world he never knew existed. But he's your son. What am I gonna do? He, he's certifiably insane. <laughs> Discovering what it takes to fit in. And going where no elf has gone before. What he needs is to be nurtured. Bring him home. Introduce him to Emily and Michael. How long do you think you'll be with us? I was thinking, like, forever. He cannot stay here. You can't just throw him out in the snow. He loves the snow. He's told me 15 times. Ow! Son of a nutcracker! We can take him. Where did you say you were from? This holiday season. I think you're beautiful and my tongue swells up when I am around you. Get ready. I plan out our whole day. I thought maybe we could make gingerbread houses and maybe even hold hands. For a tall tale. How are we gonna get the star on top? Of elfish proportions. I got it. Will Ferrell. Okay, people, Santa's coming in town. Santa! Oh my God! I know him, I know him. Hell, do you remember me? Do I didn't recognize you? I know I'm in work clothes. I didn't know you had elves here. Oh, you're you're hilarious, my friend. Did you have to borrow a reindeer to get down here? Hey, you're feeling strong, my friend. Call me elf one more time. He's an angry elf. Look at you. Buddy the Elf, what's your favorite color for this town? You go from a movie that is, you know, one of those get, that gets shown for 24 hours on a major a cable channel to my number two, which you'll probably only find after the 10 o'clock hour on Comedy Central. <laughs> Go from wholesome to Dennis Leary. <laughs> <laughs> this this takes Dennis Leary uh, down a notch because uh, listen, <laughs> make no mistake about it. I I'm a big fan of comedy, and I'm a fan of when comedy's done right. So, sometimes it can be so sophisticated. Sometimes it can be dark. Sometimes you get that combination of the two. And then you throw in a sprinkle of just absurdity. That's what you get with my number two, Bad Santa. Billy Bob Thornton is... Nobody else could have played this role any better than he did. Same thing with uh, Tony Cox. Yeah. Tony <laughs> Cox was great. Um, the the girl, the girl, the girl, the fuck me Santa girl. Oh, Laura Graham. Yeah, I... I could have did without her. They could have maybe found someone else to play that role, but the movie itself. I, Thurman Merman. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how can you not love Thurman Merman? You want me to make you some sandwiches? Uh, and Cloris <laughs> Leachman. I know it's not on on either of our lists, but Bad Santa Two: The Continuation is almost like the perfect sequel for them. Yeah. 
So. Yeah, with Kathy Bates. Kathy Bates, mom. Is awesome. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, yes. Come on, fuck stick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, and we have to make make mention of this low key a scene stealer. Every time he was in it, John Ritter. Oh God. As as the manager of the mall, God, he was so great. Little man. tiny Billy Barty, God bless everyone. <laughs> <laughs> little sausage fingers like, <laughs> <laughs> just such a departure well, from jack tripper Bernie and, mac did you say fuck stick <laughs> <laughs> uh, put the kids to bed yeah Hold, this episode just went off the rails <laughs> watch if you have not seen this movie put the kids to bed one night download it on whatever streaming app it's on i'm sure it's on something but yeah, number two is Bad Santa. A walking, talking, what was it? Drinking, pissing Santa Claus. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Santa Claus. Prove it. When it came to holiday spirit, Willie's never had it. It's not real. Well, it was real. I got sick and all the hair fell out. How'd you get sick? I loved a woman that wasn't clean. Mrs. Santa? No, it was her sister. Oh, no. Where's your sleigh? It's in the shop. Where are the reindeer? I stable them. Where's the stables? Next to the shop. How do they sleep? Are you messing with me? There's something about the guy that makes me uneasy. Now, a hopeless kid. Wedgie. And a Santa nobody liked. Are teaching each other a lesson. Is that your underwear? Part of it. Where the hell's the rest of it? Actually, don't tell me. I don't want to know. Put your dukes up. You gotta learn to stand up for yourself. Oh no. Scream at him. Ah! Jeez. He is pathetic. Scream! Be loud! Ah! You don't hit enough. What's wrong with you? He's just a kid. I told you I didn't want to do this, huh? Good. The naughtiest guy in town just might discover. He's a really sweet kid, isn't he? Yeah, I guess so. How to be nice. Good night, Santa. Good night, Mrs. Santa's sister. Santa! Billy Bob Thornton, Bernie Mac, Tony Cox, Bad Santa. I beat up some kids today, but it was for a purpose. It made me feel good about myself. You need many years of therapy. We've no place to go. Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Man, it doesn't show signs of stopping. And I brought me some corn for popping. The lights are turned way down low. Let it snow. It's impossible to just come up with five of our favorite movies, right? Dude, as we're going, I'm changing everything to, to, to make way for other movies. And yeah, you're absolutely right. We could we could have a week-long marathon of Christmas movies and still not be able to nail down our perfect Christmas list. I, I There just isn't going to be one because there's just so many great movies out there. And, you know, we've tackled, both of us have tackled our top four at this point but before we get to our number ones let's talk about some of what we call the honorable mentions here oh man i'm right there with you i mean one of, one of my favorites is another tim, tim allen movie where he's not santa claus he's actually trying to skip christmas along with his wife uh jamie lee curtis yep uh, they are the cranks yeah christmas with the cranks is 
another great one. It is one of those I watch every single year. I have it on DVD. I bought it on Black Friday, as a matter of the year I almost got shanked over fucking hand towels. I bought Christmas with the Cranks. You know, great movie, but to me, the guy that stole the show. Dan Aykroyd. Oh, God, Froman. <laughs> Froman. <laughs> Abe Froman. The just just his introduction to the to the movie. The camera is on his back, and he just kind of slowly turns around. He's got that look on his face, like you knew. Oh, this is the asshole of the neighborhood. They they could have called him Raymond Zelinsky. It's the same yeah. character <laughs> for real. And then you go from Christmas with the Cranks. Uh, you know, which isn't extremely popular. We can go to one in the 80s, which was absolutely, was it Steven Spielberg uh, created this one. You had Gizmo, you had Stripe, you had Billy, you had the Gremlins. Gremlins is, uh, man, when this movie came out, what, 84, right? Yeah, I think I so. I believe it was 84 it, it, it came out, and... It, I mean, it was all over the place. You saw Gizmo on everything: lunch boxes, clothes, toys. Like they just exploded. Yeah. His voice anymore. Ah. And, uh, but man, it's kind of controversial. I, you know, what I mean by that is, I will not let my daughter watch this movie yet. It was a scary damn movie. Well, no, no, she. It, it's not the scary part that I'm trying to shield her from because she watches. Stranger Things and and things like this, like that doesn't bother her. They discuss the the truth or the secret, oh, and that's the only my only hiccup with Gremlins. I wish they had not had that dialogue in the movie, but like I get it because it's not geared around the Santa character. This is a completely different storyline. But damn it, man, like. Every, it, everything was almost perfect except for that part. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I, I, I don't know. I, I guess you know they did, they did, they do list it in a horror genre yeah. as well. So. Yeah. But we can go from horror, and we can go to the plight of the parents. <laughs> one of my favorite Christmas movies with Arnold Schwarzenegger in search of that elusive damn Turbo Man. I'm talking about Jingle All the Way, Jay. Love this movie. I love this movie. I mean, the Schwarzenegger in a Christmas movie on the surface, you're like, oh, how is this going to work? But Throw in Sinbad, you got something that worked well. <laughs> they had amazing chemistry. You wouldn't think that those two, you know, based on where they both came from would have chemistry, but man, they were spot on. But dude, the guy that, that stole the goddamn movie for me was Phil Hartman. Phil Hartman. Put down those cookies. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's up in the shower. You want me to go check? <laughs> yeah, just played just a pig, man. And I absolutely love that. That's a guy who, who left us way too, or oh, was yeah. taken from us yeah. way too soon. So. One of the great comedic minds. Now, um, earlier in the show, we were talking about Tom Hanks in the Polar Express. Do you know the 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 woman who played Arnold's wife, R Rita Wilson, yeah. is Tom Hanks' real wife, yeah. real life wife? Yep. Yep. So, uh, now this this uh, this uh, this other honorable mention. Part one and two are kind of like as one in my book because they're just so good. They could have easily made my list. But uh, Home Alone, dude. Home Alone. 
I mean, come on, Joe Pesci, uh, <laughs> Daniel Stern, uh, the Wet Bandits, yeah. who eventually become the Sticky Bandits in Part 2. Uh, just Kevin beating the shit out of these two poor <laughs> bastards. Uh, it's great. It's great. Every kid wanted to be Kevin when they saw this movie. Yeah, yeah. It was... Uh... It was perfectly cast. It was perfectly done. The first one had a uh, cameo from John Candy. Anytime you can in incorporate John Candy into a movie, you the have Polka my King of Tulsa. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And then Polka, part Polka, two. Polka. Part two. You had the appearance of the Trump. Yeah. The Trump showed up in that one. I I had actually forgotten about that till I watched it not all that long ago. I was like, some bitch. I I forgot that he was in this, but. Yeah, uh, you can make a strong argument for for Home Alone. Actually, uh, we'll we'll talk about it more uh, l later on. But so what we're gonna do is we're gonna play these promos of our favorite honorable mentions before we get to our number one. Sounds good. Let's check them out. For the Crank Family, Merry Christmas. Celebrating the holidays is everything. But this Christmas, I love you. their only daughter is leaving town. This won't be the same. So Luther Crank got the bright idea to take a holiday. We go away on a cruise and go bask in the Caribbean sun. From the holidays. Well, what's the catch? We skip Christmas. We skip Christmas? No way. Isn't that against the law? But in this town, <laughs> skipping Christmas. Mr. Crank, we're selling Christmas trees again this year. We're not going to need a tree. <gasps> is going to be a little difficult. A lot of neighbors are pretty upset. From Revolution Studios. Luther, your face. It's like it's frozen or something. I got a Botox injection today. Total facial movement return in a couple hours. <laughs> he thought no one would notice. Perfect time to put up frosting. They do not get frosting. Free frosting, free frosting. But the Yule Tide. Nora, stop the car. Talk to me, Nora. Is about to turn. Mom, Dad, I changed my mind and I'm coming home for Christmas. We have only 12 hours. We're about to have a Christmas homecoming for Blair. The people in the community stick together. We're having a party. I'm getting the ham. The ham is mine. Well, the outside is frightful. You really need a tree right now? What do you got left? Just one. Nice tree. <laughs> I guess we do it for the kids. One man will discover. It's the greatest time of year, Luther. That no matter how hard you try. Let's take the real delicate ones and put them on the sofa. Why? That's invaluable. What's it say on there? Baby's first Christmas. Or how far you go. You could use an umbrella. No, I don't need an umbrella. You just can't. Try to relax, will you, Luther? Skip Christmas. Tim Allen. I love you, Daddy. Jamie Lee Curtis. Maybe I was wrong about you. Christmas with the Cranks. What are you doing, Luther? Whoa! Easy! Steven Spielberg presents Gremlins. Billy Pelser has a nice home. Yeah, Ma, it's me. A nice job. A nice girl. If you're not doing anything this Thursday night, maybe you'd like to uh, go out on a date with me? I'd love to. And loving parents. 
who were about to give him... You're gonna like this. No, 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 don't shake it. We're gonna have to open it now. It won't wait till Christmas. The most unusual gift <laughs> he ever got. What is it? No. It's your new pet. Come on, Barney, be a good dog. My dad gave it to me. But there are a few things to keep in mind. If you expose it to the light, you may hurt it. If you get it wet, it will multiply. All that from water? They got wet? Yeah, plain water. And most important, no matter how much they beg, never, never let them eat after midnight. Because when they do, they change. They become clever. Mischievous. What's going on here? And dangerous. Gremlins, huh? Little monsters. Right. Hundreds of them. Well, I, I don't know, maybe thousands. They've been here too. Billy, what are these things? Where do they come from? Look, I know it sounds crazy, I know. But in a few hours, you're gonna have a major disaster on your hands. Directed by Joe Dante. They'll be expecting you. Every holiday season, there's one toy everyone has to have. I want the Turbo Man action figure with the arms and legs that move, and the Walking Roar jetpack, and the Boomerang shooter. Getting it is every child's dream. Whoever doesn't can be a real loser. Finding it. You got the doll, right? Is this father's nightmare? I'll get that toy. I promise. Whoa! Nothing like waiting till the last minute, I would say. Especially on Christmas Eve. Christmas spirit. The last one just left. Now, it's two fathers. This is one. One mission. Woo! Oh, poor baby. <laughs> and every man for himself. I think maybe, though, know, we could join up as a team. You know, like, like Starskin Hutch. Well, late delivery of Turbo Man at Toy Works. Let's go. Is there a problem, officer? <laughs> you can never do too much to make a child's Christmas magical. Hey, buddy. From the director of Mrs. Doubtfire. You want a Turbo Man for Christmas? Forget it. I'm not going to sit in your lap. Tony, show him. That was taken this morning. And from the director of the Flintstones. Don't open that up. No, no, no. Of course, there's uh, some assembly required. You know what you guys are? Nothing but a bunch of sleazy con men in red suits. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Sinbad. I work for the post office and I'm unstable. Tell him. This man is totally insane. Thank you. Christmas comes but once a year. Jingle all the way. You picked the wrong day. Where are you going? We're gonna miss the plane! When the McAllister family left on their Christmas vacation... Did we miss the plane? <laughs> no, you just made it. Yeah! They forgot one small thing. Have yourself... I have a terrible feeling. Christmas. 
Did you lock up? Yeah. Do we set the timers on the lights? Mm-hmm. What else could we be forgetting? Kevin! Home alone. Police in the northern suburbs are on the lookout for a pair of burglars who are calling themselves the Wet Bandits. We know that you're in there. It's Santa Claus. And it's Elf. Get off my property. This is my house. I have to defend it. Where's your mother? My mom's in the car. Where's your father? He's at work. What about your brothers and sisters? I'm an only child. Where do you live? Can't tell you that. Why not? Because you're a stranger. He's a kid. I mean, what can a kid do to us? Kids are stupid. I know I was. You still are, Mark. This is it. Ow! I don't care if I have to get out on your runway and hitchhike. I am going to get home to my son. Why do you dress like a chicken? Gus Polinski, Polka King of the Midwest. If you have to get to Chicago, we'll gladly drive you. Hey, guys. Yesterday, he was just a kid. Ah! But tonight, he's a home security system. You guys give up or you're thirsty for more? From John Hughes. You know, I got a feeling this is going to be your best Christmas ever. A family comedy without the family. Home alone. Are you here all alone? I'm eight years old. You think I'd be here alone? I don't think so. Yeah, I love every one of those movies. And like I said, they could have easily been... I mean, if if we did a top ten, clearly these are going to be included in that somewhere. Oh, absolutely. Didn't you kind of find... Uh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you find it kind of funny <laughs> that Jingle All the Way had the music from Home Alone playing in the background? That we didn't really pick up on it either until we just listened to it, you know, just now. And yeah, that is weird. And because uh, you, you know, you're a soundtrack guy. You've made mention that before. You certain music, certain songs, you hear it, it's automatically associated with that particular show or movie. Uh, so yeah, we heard that music for Jingle All the Way. Like, wait a tick! <laughs> that is not what's happening here. Oh, wait a tick! <laughs> Did we just step in a jolly old England chop? <laughs> oh man! Speaking of jolly old England, here we go. Yes. <laughs> wow, what a transition! So my number one is very popular in the UK. Uh, not very popular here in the states, but that don't matter because it's very popular with. This guy right here. My number one movie stars David Huddleston and Dudley Moore and John Lithgow. And I am talking about the Santa Claus movie from 1985. Not to be mistaken with Jason's number four, which was the Santa Claus with Tim Allen. This, I relate a story, I think, last week uh, about what this movie means to, to me on a personal level. It was the last Christmas movie I watched with my brother. Um, you know, before that, it was a big damn deal anyway, because this tells what I think is probably the best rendition of the, the magic and the aura and the history of Santa Claus. I thought this was very well done. It was perfectly cast. Um, 
uh, Burgess Meredith was amazing in his small role, but like you believed everything you saw. This movie, this thing came out in our peak childhood, and it really caps, it really, it really ca captured that aura, that feeling of what we, what we felt inside for Christmas. These people put onto a screen. Absolutely, just, just the whole magic the whole idea the whole origin of santa and mrs claus really came yeah. to life in this movie uh you know in, in the santa claus movie from 1985 you didn't have to push santa's fat ass off a roof to become santa claus you know I, that that was one thing about the santa claus with tim allen i really didn't get you know uh and the one thing i've always brought this up what happened to mrs claus up at the north pole what if her santa claus got pushed off the roof does she revert back into her human state? She's gone. She's gone. She blows <laughs> up. But hey, coming in at my number one is the Santa Claus movie from 1985. Prophecy has come to pass that there would come to us a chosen one and that he himself would be an artist and a skilled maker of toys from this day on. Now and forever, you will bring our gifts to all the children in all the world. This is your legacy and your gift, as is the gift of flight. It's them! <laughs> Every year, the magic happens again. Merry Christmas! It certainly should be. <laughs> Until now. What are you? I'm an elf. An elf? Yes. You mean, like, a fairy? I mean, I'm talking modern methods of production here. I'm talking assembly line. I'm talking way for the future. Now someone wants to take the magic out of Christmas. We say, bigger, better, it's going to cost you. Cost? Cost who? Uh, the people who, who buy the toy. Well, nothing. We're going to give them away free. For free? Well, that's how we do it at the North Pole. Well, that's not how we do it here. Santa Claus. Is finished. I just wanted him to see what a good assistant I could be. Only one man can stop him. Only one man can help us. And he's coming to take you for a sleigh ride in the stars. <laughs> Alexander Salkine yeah! presents <laughs> Dudley Moore and John Lithgow. The legend comes to life for the very first time. With all the magic, all the adventure, all the wonder. Santa Claus, the movie. Seeing is believing. An Alexander and Ilya Sulkind production. Yeah, you uh, you know I made mention of Burgess Meredith a little bit ago, and it was cool that he was actually incorporated into the trailer. Very very first words: the prophecy has been fulfilled. I listen. It's it's an older movie. The technology isn't what it is nowadays. But if you can suspend your disbelief for an hour and a half, this this is as perfect of a family Christmas movie as I can think of. Jason, I got this thing on VHS. I got it on DVD. Blu-ray, laser disc, 
And that's no exaggeration. I have all the books. I have the vinyl record on soundtrack. It's literally the epitome of Christmas, in my opinion. But your number one is pretty damn amazing in its own right. I said last week that as far as characters go during the Christmas season, this this one would, would probably be 1B. You have 1A, which is Santa. 1B, which is uh, the polar opposite for the majority of this story. It started out as a children's book. They turned it into a cartoon, but... In the early 2000s, like this thing became a live-action movie um, headed up by Ron Howard, of all people, and it starred Jim Carrey. Goddamn Opie Cunningham. Opie Cunningham. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, man, you want to talk about backstories and bringing or expanding on a concentrated part of a story to include the origins or the backstory, much like... Santa Claus the movie that we just talked about um, this one was just as perfectly done in my opinion and that's why it is my number one Uh, so coming in at number one for my list is How the Grinch Stole Christmas Universal Pictures and Imagine Entertainment invite you to experience the magic of the classic story as it comes to life like you've never seen before. In a place where the Christmas spirit is everywhere. Have the best Christmas ever! Well, almost everywhere. Counting down the Christmas clock, old young This Christmas music, it's joyful and triumphant. Jim Carrey is... The Grinch. I must stop this Christmas from coming. From Universal Pictures. But what would I wear? And Imagine Entertainment. Forgot about the reindeer. Action! If you think you know the whole story, what if it's all just a misunderstanding? This could change my entire outlook on life. Really? No. <laughs> you don't know Grinch. In a Ron Howard film. The Grinch. Oh, somebody's fabulous! (laughs) I mean, perfectly cast. The soundtrack was amazing, and that's uh, you know that's why it, it it resonates with me. When we talked about this last week, Jim Carrey was the perfect Grinch. Yeah, you couldn't have had anyone better to play the. You know something? I lie. You lie. I lie. Why? Why Tim, would you do this? Tim Curry. 
remember in Home Alone 2 when he was playing the uh, counter clerk at the hotel and he pulled the smile Yeah. and they matched him up with the cartoon <laughs> of the Grinch. Yes. I'm sorry, guys. We just had a visitor. We, that... we, we had a run-in of sorts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hopefully it didn't screw nothing up here, but... Tim Curry, I think, probably early Tim Curry, not nowadays. Right. Uh, uh, Tim Curry in his prime, I think, could have played the Grinch pretty well. I don't know if he could have played it as well as Jim Carrey, though. Just, I mean, the whole mannerisms, his over exaggeration in, in his motions, like, it just, I just can't. And you're right, you can make make an argument for, for Tim Curry. You know, bless his heart, man. He That guy. <laughs> With, with everything he's going through, he is still going out and making public appearances, meeting fans and things of that nature. You know, you, you it's an argument for another day. Is that the right thing to do? That's not for us to, to decide. But, uh, man, we sat here for over an hour. We've talked about 10 pretty amazing movies here, man. And, like, if anybody was looking for a... A guide of sorts to to no. really encapsulate the no. ho- the holiday season. No. What do you no. mean? We're mi- we're missing something, bro. We ha- we ha- we have the Santa Claus. We have deck the halls. We've got Christmas vacation. We've got Christmas story. We've got the fucking Grinch. We got Polar Express. What could we have possibly? We I mean we had honorable mentions. We had honorable mentions, but what am I, I missing here? I don't I I don't know. Uh like I when I picture. When I picture New Year's Eve, the first thing I see in my head is the ball dropping from in Times Square. You know what I'm saying? There has to be something just as big and movie dumb to, to where we can narrow it down to what is the best Christmas movie of all time, Jason. Come well, on. I mean, you're talking about things falling, things dropping. You incorporate that into Christmas and the Christmas movies. Well, goddamn, Sean, there's only one thing that really comes to mind. What, what, what are you talking about? I mean, I guess, especially in my case, like, my Christmas holiday don't start. Oh, yeah. I until Hans Gruber to... falls <laughs> off Nakatomi pl- uh, uh, Tower. Oh, <laughs> man, here we go. We're going into the ultimate of ultimates. Uh, you can say great taste. I'll say less filling. Is it a Christmas movie? Is it not a Christmas movie? Guess what? We don't care. I'm power tripping through the 80s. Die Hard is our ultimate number one. And with that, we will go ahead and uh, we want to say thank you for, for tuning in to the show this week. Uh, follow us on our on our social media platforms. Look for us over on Facebook and head over to the online store, cafepress.com forward slash PFC network. And with that, let's go to our ultimate number one, and we will see you next week right here on Power Tripping Through the 80s here on the PFC Entertainment Network. yippee ki motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and a Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. <laughs> Welcome to Los Angeles. Have a very Merry Christmas. So, uh, your lady live out here? About the past six months. Why'd you go with her, man? What's up? Because I'm a New York cop. Can't just pick up and go that easy. John, I missed you. You can walk out of here or be carried out, but have no illusions. We are in charge. Think, damn it, think. Got a fire alarm.
thought I told all of you I want radio silence. Sorry, I didn't get that message. Mayday, terrorists have seized the Nakatomi Plaza. This channel is reserved for emergency calls only. Do I sound like I'm ordering a pizza? Possible crank call. Check the area confirmed. No signs of disturbance, dispatch. Welcome to the party, pal! I think you have a chance against us, Mr. Cowboy. Yippee guy. You hang in there. Come on to the coast. We'll get together, have a few laughs.